0: broadcast. I'm John. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a fun show in store for you because we have a special guest. I don't know if he's special anymore because he's been on so many times. <laughs> yeah, it kind of gets old after a while. Yeah, so <laughs> J- James and Lacey with me as always and joining us for fifth Time, something like that clayton sandow i think so.
1: I think we said this was going to be the uh special uh polo shirt episode i get a, i get something right <laughs> the snl
0: jacket or a robe yes, the jacket yeah the, yeah. Jacket. the yeah. robe the robe yeah because yes. you did the mando show with us also uh right. and you've been on the podcast at least four times over the past couple so. of years so but uh yeah. yeah welcome back how's your uh how's your quarantine going <laughs> That was my quarantine.
1: Yeah, I've barely left the house in like two and a half weeks. Um, I'm sure uh, the same same with you guys. Yeah, we've been uh, working from home. All travel has basically been uh, canceled unless it's a, a major emergency. So, yeah, I've been working out of the basement, put up a little set here to do live shots, and uh, I've been doing a lot of radio from home. Uh, a little bit of TV, um, but yeah, we've just kind of, the uh, two kids, they're both home from school um, doing the distance learning thing, which is fascinating, but yeah, we're all here <laughs> yeah. all the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but we're making it, uh, yeah. we're making it, um, yeah, I actually I actually think I had this thing like a week and a half ago, I had the fever, I had the body aches, I had the, you know, all the symptoms. Um, oh wow! And then it's fine. It's finally gone away, and of course there's no way to get tested for it. But yeah, so I've been a little under the weather, and. Uh... Which uh, which I was on Saturday when Lacey wished me happy birthday, which was very nice. It lifted my spirits, and uh, so. But yeah, we've we've been surviving. It's it's all good.
0: That's good. That's good. Did anyone else in the house get sick, or is it one of those? Nobody you know, else. No knock on wood. Uh, right. Nobody else. Nobody else got sick. So right. I've been walking
1: around with my Clorox wipes. And, yeah, and, yeah. Know, all it, the doorknobs <laughs> and light switches.
0: Have, have you? I don't know if you guys have done this, but like I'll, I'll be watching TV, whether it's. Literally cable TV or Netflix, or whatever, and you watch people like high fiving and touching doorknobs, and you're and you're almost like, what are you doing? Like, yeah,
1: yeah. In fact, our uh, our ABC News live channel uh, that has been doing all this special programming uh, in between, like during the commercials, coming back from breaks and stuff, they'll run like a Good Morning America promo, and it's all these people in the Good Morning America studio high fiving yeah. and, <laughs> and clapping and hugging and doing all this stuff, just and it's coughing just like, on each other. Wow, that just seems like so long ago that, uh, that yeah. we did all of that, and I, and I kind of wonder how it's going to change after the fact. Like, are we, are we just going to elbow bump for the rest of our lives? Right. And, I hope yeah, not. And... <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Uh, I was never a hugger, but I'm certainly not going to start now.
0: That's bogus, and I'll tell you why. Because you gave me, out of all the hugs I got at Celebration, you gave me the best hug after, after really? your panel, where you had, like, Amy on and Dan and all them... Right,
1: right, right, right. I a came up, and,
0: and you had the high ground, and you gave me, like, yeah. this bear hug, and I was like, that was a great hug. So, let, don't awesome. be fooled, folks.
1: Okay, yeah. He's, <laughs> a, <laughs> he's a closet hugger.
0: Try to hug Clayton every time you see him going forward. Um, he, he's a closet <laughs> hugger. That's yeah. that's the problem,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, James Lacey, how you guys doing? Uh, we had our show on Monday, and now... Mm-hmm. Uh, We've we got our own little quarantine updates on Monday for everybody. But how's everything going for you guys?
2: I'm I'm just glad Clayton's back on the show. I love having him on. It's just, we we decided I guess fifth time having him on. So mm-hmm. this is either the Empire Strikes Back episode or the Attack <laughs> of the Clones episode, whichever way oh. you want to look at it. Yeah.
0: The fifth one. <laughs> so go ahead, Empire. yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right.
3: You know I figured. Clayton, being that this is the fifth one, I'd finally get you in Kylo Ren cosplay, and I'm really disappointed Mm. that
1: Mm. I know. Get
3: a Star Wars show
2: sweatshirt.
1: The closest (laughs) I have, yeah, is a is a Death Trooper (laughs) helmet over there on the shelf. (laughs)
2: What What movie was coming out when you did that? Was that for Last Jedi?
1: It was uh, Orlando that we did that. So 2017, yeah. 2017, right? Right. So it would have been before the Last Jedi. Before the Dark Times.
2: So we'll do that on <laughs> on episode eight then.
1: Ah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> you
2: that go. works. Or that seven, works. which is leading
0: up to eight, however you want to look at so, it. So <laughs> we, we're going to, you know, speaking of Kylo Ren, you know, Adam Driver wasn't really known when he was cast. And we're going to have a bit of a chat later, uh, our main discussion about uh, the history of well-known actors versus unknowns being cast in star wars and the precedent set over time and whether that's good or bad and you know things like the mandalorian what they're doing with um you know well-known actors and you know what we may speculate on what the future is going to be like for star wars um but first uh james the will of the force let's get into that uh it's a fun segment so let's just fire it up right now i fear nothing
1: for all this as the force wills it all
0: right Will the
2: Force this week, we got four questions, uh, two of which come from our resistance officers, and that's how we're going to kick it off. Um, this one comes from our Admiral, Jetta Rosewater. Jetta wanted to know, will we see the Mandalorian on time in October, or will the show be pushed to lo- November or later with everything else being delayed? Clayton, uh, I'm going to start with you on this one. Do you think we're going to get it in October or November or later?
1: I, I think we'll get it pretty much on schedule, whatever that is. Now, they haven't announced it officially, have they? Or did I miss that? October. Said October. October. Okay. So, yeah, I think we'll see it in October. Uh, my my guess is, you know, now that they are out of production, what little I know about uh, the editing process and the post-production process is, you know, it, it involves less people. And I think you could, uh, you know, when you're editing a show, you, you're doing it with just a few people. So you can safely social distance, I think, in that case. And there's probably some options that uh, you have for uh, remoting into that process. Um, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the editor and the director and producer are typically the only people that are in the room. It's, there's not a lot of cooks at this point. So uh, I, I think... It that can progress uh, without uh, without too much uh, in the way of delay. I think music wise, Ludwig probably does everything electronically, right? So you're not talking about a, yes. an orchestra or a band that has to yeah. come together. to He record. does it on his
3: couch, supposedly. So nothing's yeah, changed right? for him. So
1: so he can <laughs> he's he's set. Um, so it, I think. I think given all of that i think uh i think they can kind of keep on track um it's a lot different than than hundreds of people coming in and out of the same couple of sound stages and mm-hmm. uh, and i can understand why uh that would have to have been shut down uh and cause some delays but i think at this point post-production the sound the music the dialogue re-recording i think a lot of that is uh is able to to continue on so yeah and i and i also think that that lucasfilm disney plus disney they don't want to delay this uh at all i mean i think they want to get it out there for people uh as fast as possible so so that's my prediction is that they'll stay on track with it
0: yep john what do you think uh i think if it is delayed it'll still come out in 2020 um just from that fiscal like that quarter four you know standpoint the fiscal year thing and they want to make sure they get the product out before that dreadful uh quarter one (laughs) phone call that everybody always worries about um but i i you know clayton's right uh that's a really good point No, part of me thought you know everything's getting delayed maybe they will have to push it a bit but being that they wrapped filming in early march um, they probably already got underway with some post-production stuff before these quarantines and shutdowns, as it is, and uh, you got to think um, they're able to, you know, edit. Imagine, you know, post-production of The Mandalorian takes place on Skype, you know, and no one knows, <laughs> no one, no, no one's none the wiser. So. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna agree with Clayton. I'm gonna say they will still hold October. Uh, they didn't give us an exact an, an exact date in October yet. I don't think so. Maybe they say, "Hey, it's Halloween, end of October." Who knows? But um, I'm gonna be optimistic too and say they will. Lacey?
3: yeah, I agree with both these guys. Uh, they're not gonna delay this, like Clayton said. I think we said this a, a couple weeks ago, James. They can remote edit, like you can mm-hmm. remote in from your house to your computer in an office easily. So. Um, they could even do this completely virtually to edit this mm-hmm. uh, show. I, I don't see that being an issue. I think that, like Clayton said, they could have two people in a room sitting 10 feet apart and be okay. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure that's not what they're going to do. They'll probably just sit normally and just be careful. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, I don't think this is going to get delayed
1: at all. And they're used yep. to this, right? I mean, they Disney is, is in California or is in yeah. L.A. You know, that's where the films are typically edited. You have ILM in San Francisco and Singapore and London and they're, they're re- remoting in all the time anyway to share video and they can, you know, so so they're, they're sort of used to that, that working remotely already, I think, to start.
2: Right. And not only that, but Jon Favreau basically shot the thing in his closet anyway.
3: <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. a very I large he, closet I think of what
2: he can do just in such a small space and um, I, think, I think they're able to make this thing work I think actually we saw someone recently that said like this might not make any sense but it was like James Gunn is like editing Suicide Squad from home or something yeah like on his <laughs> home computer or something yeah it's really crazy stuff out there but I think Mandalorian is safe uh, so let's move on to the next one Uh, Will the next Star Wars film saga have Star Wars level success without any connection to the original saga? John you're going first on this one what do you think?
0: I don't think so Um, I, I think they have shown in many ways the need to stay have one foot like when you're playing Twister one foot on something back to the root and they haven't really branched out yet so until I see it I got to have my doubts because they haven't branched out yet. And that tells me something rogue one, obviously <laughs> the, the prequel to a new hope. Uh, you got Vader in there to, at the last minute, uh, throw in solo, obviously. Uh, and you have the sagas, which tied into, uh, the originals. So, um, a cheat could be if they do a brand new story and just involve, you know, Rey and them and bring them back. But with that, you're also going to bring back Chewie and the droid. So that's not that's not uh, separating, in my opinion. So mm. a brand new story. My biggest concern is that international audience. You know, Star Wars would crush so many franchises if it had an international draw, and it just doesn't yet. And if the legacy saga hasn't picked up with an international audience, I don't know that a new one would. So I'm going to say... I don't think it will have the billion-dollar guaranteed success that the um, Skywalker saga and those tied to it had.
2: All right, what do you think, Lacey?
3: I agree. I think we've learned from the past few films that just because it has Star Wars in the title doesn't mean it's going to be a crazy, over-the-topic success. Um, You know, The Force Awakens was nuts because it was the first movie coming back into the series and it had Han Solo in it and you know potentially Luke Skywalker and Leia and all the originals and that was the drawback in I don't think you can have this series continue in any way in new stories or old stories without some type of connection to the original trilogy in some way Um, because even we look at the Mandalorian it was an over the top success with new people that might not be diehard Star Wars fans, but people still look for those Easter eggs for original trilogy and prequels and all this other stuff. Um, but yeah, I I just, we always do this, James. I compare it to Marvel and no matter mm-hmm. what Marvel movie it is, it always ties back to another Marvel movie, whether it be Iron Man or something else.
2: Yep, yeah, that's true. Clayton, what do you think?
1: Same thing. I'm, I'm on the same page with you guys. I think uh, any Star Wars movie will probably make... A lot of money, but I think um, it, it's not gonna it's not gonna hit the success uh, of the others. Um, and I actually think that uh, if they, you know, that there's a chance here they have a clean slate. If they do it right and they come up with great new characters, a great new story, a great new premise, um, that and they are sort of starting from scratch, uh, that's kind of the best way to go. I think they I, think, I agree with Lacey, you, you have to have some tie to something some some tie in some character some place something uh to tie it all together but i think i think their clearest path is to just wipe the slate clean come up with something completely new and try and build on that it'll it'll depend on whatever that first movie, assuming it's a trilogy it'll depend on whatever that first trilogy first movie is out of that trilogy and whether people latch on to it in the same way that people did in the past
2: I man, I it it's tough, and I know we're all on that. I I still think it's possible, though. I th- I think that you were almost there, Clayton, when you were saying like they have a clean slate. I think they have ability to to come in and be like, just let's let's put it all aside. Like Mandalorian doesn't have anything to do with the the Jedi, and you know what I mean. Like they can they can kind of say, here's a new story, here's a new idea, and at the end of the day the only thing they need to do is they need to say it's star Wars. And I think people are going to say, I want to check it out. Um, I think the things that we've had the most struggle, the, the biggest struggle with is a movie, not living up to what we've set up. Um, so like solo maybe didn't live up to what fans thought, or maybe the last Jedi or rise of Skywalker didn't live up to what fans were thinking. And, um, I think that with the potential of having something completely new, I think there's a good chance that uh, a lot of people will be excited for that idea, that, that concept, and they'll go in, in droves for the first one. And then Mm -hmm. if it's good, which it probably will be, um, you can expect people to want to go see the second, want to go see the third and build from there. Um, But I don't know. That's, that's, here's hoping. So, Mm -hmm. Um, all right. Next question we got is from resistance officer admiral dale brooks and dale sent us the question he wants to know will the child be named in season two of the mandalorian and if so will it be done by din Djarin himself Lacey, you're going first on this one what do you think
3: (laughs) yes and yes i think that we're definitely going to get a name for baby yoda because we can't keep calling him baby yoda or tiny as we call him here on the resistance broadcast and i think that that's gonna be the final step to him being the father figure is giving the child a name Mm, mm -hmm. like that's when they officially become a family because right now he's just like you thing
2: yeah
0: (laughs) you thing you thing you know what i mean like he's just like he's just
3: like you stay here stop don't like he doesn't have a connection with it yet but a name, as we've learned through the sequel trilogy with Rey and all these other things, like a name is super important in Star Wars. So I could see that being something that's that final push to them being a family.
2: Hmm. My mm-hmm. question is, does it already have a name? I don't know. Yeah,
3: maybe.
2: But uh, but Clayton, what do you think? Is Din Djarin uh, going to name the child?
1: Yeah. Yes, I think Din Djarin is going to name the child. And uh, I can actually reveal his name is steve so i I, didn't, <laughs> I should have said spoiler alert but uh no yeah i think that's i think that's how it's gonna go down
2: <laughs> all right all right um john what do you think
0: uh steve palpatine is that uh steve Pal- oh, steve, yes. palpatine. um i, well, I wasn't gonna reveal
1: it all but now you have okay.
2: steve so, y- yalpatine it's gotta have a y <laughs>
0: yeah we, we yeah we said um Palpatine's clone son in *The Rise of Skywalker* was Steve Palpatine, but um, <laughs> I, I, I think I think he's fifty years old. I think he already has a name. Because uh, if if I was fifty and I still didn't have a name, I'd be pretty mad, you know. So I think he has a name. I think they're gonna find out from somebody else. They're gonna be like, "You've been calling him what?" <laughs> <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's Elton. What are you talking about? Um, so. I don't think Din Djarin's going to name him. I think they're going to find out in some kind of cool reveal and whether that involves like Ahsoka or whatever. Who knows? But um, I think he already has a name. He's 50. Come on.
2: Yeah, I'm actually with John on this one. I, I think that there's a good chance that he might already have a name. I didn't know you were going to answer that. That's That was kind of my brief thought on it is that well, cause before, he might already uh,
0: have one. Car- Carl Weathers during the interviews for season one said it already has a name. And I don't know if that's just something they told them and they had NDA for that they're going to reveal in-story and it still could be named by the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but him saying it already had a name made me think that he already had a name. But I don't know. They, they, that, that can mean a lot of things. Carl Weathers, he says a lot of things.
2: Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, I think the, the closest that you're going to get to this is a nickname. Um, oh. that way they could put out a season of toys where it says Tiny, and then a third season of toys where it says the real name.
0: <laughs> so you just buy yeah, you have to buy all of them. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's the child for the first season, uh Tiny for the second season, and then like uh Yiny, or
3: well, they called it Baby in the show. Like, Come on, Baby, yeah. do the do magic the hand, hand thing. thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um. So, so that's it. Uh, or actually, we got one more. You guys want to one do more. one more? All right. Sure. One more. Will fan favorite Jonas Suetamo play Chewbacca again, more than a brief cameo, in a future Star Wars project? We're back at you, Clayton. What do you think?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say yes. I have this vision of of Eunice walking around the house with his black makeup, just ready to throw it on yeah. and go. Like he, he, if they called today, he would be there tomorrow, uh, playing something. So I know, I know he's uh, willing uh, and wanting to do it. Um, I think he will. I think I. What's great about Chewbacca is that he's so old, right? So you can drop him in in a lot of different places along. The timeline, and so my prediction for this is that he's going to show up, probably, uh, in one episode of the Cassian Andor series. That's my mm, prediction.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. Chewbacca's mm. in the prequels, even.
1: Yeah. yeah exactly. Whatever, yeah. Right. So um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of places that uh, he makes sense to drop in. Mm-hmm.
2: I love I love what you said there. I think that would be a great like Star Wars show skit or something like that, and he's like, "What would you say?" So and he's like getting ready to put on the mask. He's already got the makeup. <laughs> on. He's like at the grocery store and stuff. So he's <laughs> yeah. the makeup on. Yeah, exactly. Um, John, do you think he's coming back?
0: Um, it's funny. The makeup makes him look like like the Hamburglar or something. He's just yeah. like
2: got, like a raccoon. Um, sure. Yeah, uh,
0: I. Uh, yeah he has I mean he has to I've, for so many reasons like one what Clayton just said the guy's obviously always raring to go he's been very open about you know he'd love to do more solo stuff and he has said make solo 2 happen himself and stuff like that and they've pro- he hasn't at one point he stopped doing it and they probably told him to shut up so maybe that's <laughs> happening but um, he is an, a great ambassador for the franchise he's such a positive guy To take over for Peter Mayhew in such a way, and now has been Chewbacca for as much on screen time as Peter Mayhew. And Chewbacca's, you know, the family dog, and he, you know, he's such a lovable character, they're not going to get rid of him and not use him again. He can live till 450 years old. So when they, I think they're going to come back with Ray down the line when they realize, "Uh, guys, we're not really coming up with much here for a movie. (laughs) So let's see what Daisy Ridley's doing, and let's fire this up again with a new enemy. (laughs) You get Chewbacca back in that way. So I think at the very latest we'll see him in like eight to ten years in the next ray saga sort of thing but I, I you know i could see him popping up in a cassie and then of course my biggest hope is that they get their act together and say yeah we should make a solo series but i think any way you slice it no matter what which way you cut it we're definitely going to see him as chewbacca again
2: <laughs> daisy
0: risley daisy ridley's like
2: uh i
0: mean i was gonna do orion express too but
2: i can come but, back to yeah <laughs> yeah Lacey, yeah. what do you think
3: A hundred percent. We'll see him again Um, when Clayton brought up him ready to go. I just pictured the person on the phone being like, so would you like to come back? And he's like, yes. And then they turn around and he's standing there.
4: (laughs)
1: Uh,
3: I really believe that they're going to do something with Solo. And I think it's a missed opportunity if they don't. So I think he's going to come back and I think it's going to be in a series where it's about Chewbacca and Han Solo
2: man i really hope so and i i too think he's coming <laughs> i'm back. pretty
3: confident about it yeah
2: yeah i i i think everything that you guys have said is is all the correct answers he's ready to go he's a great ambassador It's a missed opportunity um and uh, yeah uh, all of that so that's it will the force uh this week uh Lacey, do you want to take us into the patreon pod race
3: yeah so this is the patreon pod race And what this is, is we have a lot of ways you can support us. Here on YouTube, you can like, comment, share, subscribe, etc. You can follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN. Um, and another way is through Patreon. So at Patreon.com slash Resistance Broadcast, you can um, become a member of the Resistance, and you get extra bonus content from polls uh, to mini-episodes and much more. As a general, you get to be a part of the show, and this is the segment... Where they get to do that so we're gonna ask a general a question and then they get 60 seconds to answer so up this week is general neil shaw and he got asked um if you could play a small cameo role in star wars would you rather be a masked character who has one line or have your face clearly shown but have no lines and what type of character would you want to be neil take
4: it away family Uh, thank you for the great question and More importantly, I hope everyone's staying safe out there. Uh, I really had to think about this, but ultimately, I would want my face clearly shown, um, even if I don't have any lines, um, because... This is the way! (sighs) Sorry about that. The reason why is mainly because, hey, even if I don't have lines this one time, I could show up in a subsequent movie um, and have lines there. I could be in comic books. And guess what? Everyone will know who I am. Uh, In terms of what I'd like to be... Who wouldn't want to be a Jedi, especially with the High Republic? This is the way. Oh, my God, Mandalorians. They beat you once in Sabacc, and eh, they think they own you. Sorry to disappoint you, Todd. Anyways, I hope everyone's doing well. Um, Stay safe out there, and once again, thank you for the question. Have a good one. Lots of love. Bye.
3: All right, Neil. (laughs) That was quite the production value. Wow. I, let's just say this is the way. <laughs> uh, John, you, you're going first. What do you think?
0: Well, that was like seeing Maul pop up at the end of Solo in terms of the cameo <laughs> in that uh, clip there. Um, I You have outdone yourself, Neil. So welcome to the full rotation slot there. Um, I liked your answer. I actually... Said, uh, I wouldn't mind being not a mass character, but I think I would want my face shown if it was the two and have no lines also. But having a line is cool too, but I, I'll have to go with you I have my face shown because you want to brag. You want to say, freeze it, that's me right there, and I can prove it because that's my face. Um, And then being a Jedi, of course, but uh, great job on the vid with the bobblehead and whoever that weird guy was with the mask on. Uh, Thank you, Neil, for all of your support, being positive and being very informative uh, with all that's going on out there uh, with the medical world for uh, this pandemic sweeping uh, the globe. We appreciate all your support and your positivity. You're the man. Thank you, Neil.
3: Yeah, so for people at home, Neil is a doctor, actually, so he is going to be heading to the hospital soon to help out there and we're so grateful for people like him so thank you so much Neil uh, your video was hilarious great answer I'd want to be a Jedi too James what do you think
2: um, I think I actually know who that person was um, it's a <laughs> it's what is it J- James Dean's uh, nephew or who's the guy
3: John Wayne's nephew John, John, Wayne's, John
0: Wayne's, Wayne's grandson, James Wayne's Dean. grandson? Yeah. <laughs> Swing and a miss <laughs>
2: No, no, that never. Mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. know who the guy was.
0: Right. But the
2: point it. is is it's yeah. not actually the Mandalorian. All right. Right. Um right. no, great great uh great pod race loved it. Very very clever, very funny. And uh, I think not the first time we've seen editing, but uh uh <laughs> one of the few times we've ever seen like a story. <laughs> to yeah.
3: so clayton since you're our guest i'm gonna ask you if you could be in a star wars movie would you want you as yourself giving a line so that people could see that it's you would you want to be in a mask and then what character would you want to play
1: i love this question uh and neil <laughs> great video uh and thanks for all you're doing um I, I would love to have my face shown like john i i, I agree um But I don't think I would want necessarily to have to deliver a line because they could always cut it and it would just, you know, you'd be you'd be nothing. But here's who I'd want to be. I would want to be I think it's a Deveronian, the guy from, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, with the horns and the red skin, the the weird, the devil looking guy. Yeah. So it's like your face, but you're kind of in costume. So you're not totally covered up. And he's just given that crazy menacing look that just pops (laughs) off the screen you remember it it's just iconic sort of visual shot so and and like like john said you could you could still freeze frame it prove to your friends and your family that that was you right Uh, but you're kind of given this weird kind of weird creepy vibe uh that that is a quick visual it's maybe a second or two uh and there's no line to be cut so that's that's what i I think i would want to be what about you guys
2: that's, I, that's I remember, I remember when The Force Awakens came out. I I don't remember who I was with, but somebody was like, "Was that Judah Friedlander, <laughs> like <laughs> the guy from Thirty Rock? He like he's in Maz's castle and he like turns around and goes like, like when they walk in or something. <laughs> he turns around. Wasn't it like, him? What? Yeah, no, it's him. Yeah, for real. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's kind of one of those things. Like he doesn't have any lines or anything. He just has like one quick shot, and, and everybody's like. <laughs> Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> like, what are you doing in <laughs> there? <laughs> yeah. And you can't be made up too much. Like, I, I noticed uh, watching the, the documentary that came with The Rise of Skywalker, uh, there's that guy, the actor from Kirby Your Enthusiasm, Jeff Garland.
0: Yeah. Is in
1: there. And he's like, I didn't recognize him until he spoke. And I was like, oh, that sounds like Jeff Garland. So you don't right. have to be, like, too made up right uh it's gotta be just enough so that people can still still recognize your face and not and have yeah to hear and your again
2: voice. he doesn't have a line in the movie either <laughs> doesn't have any line in the movie if, yeah I, if I, we
0: if we ever get to go to scum and villainy again together Clayton you have to show up in that devil horn. <laughs> You can wear your normal clothes, but you have to wear the red. Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
1: It's a deal. It's a deal. No problem. (laughs) You guys
3: are crazy. Uh, So, again, thank you, Neil. And now we're going to head to John for the discussion.
0: Okay. The discussion this week is Is Star Wars better with unknown actors?
2: Obi Wan once thought as you do.
0: All right, so when we look at Star Wars characters, do we want to see the character or a big-name actor playing a character? Star Wars has been known to cast unknown actors in major roles for the purpose of defining a character with itself and not a marquee name, but we've also seen some very big names play characters in a galaxy far, far away, and if recent rumors are true about The Mandalorian, we are trending more in that direction. So we thought it'd be fun to have a discussion, talk about familiar faces being cast in Star Wars, the history of it, the present and speculate on what they may do in the future with new sagas and that sort of thing. So I'll start off here and just say, I am a big proponent of the saga stuff. Like I I was very happy that they cast unknown actors for the most part, unknown actors, uh, with the new generation in the Skywalker saga sequel trilogy. Like I'm glad that they didn't cast, um, Whatever actress, you know, Emma Stone as Ray or something like that. It was like, going to be,
3: I think Jennifer Lawrence was up for it.
0: That's what I mean. Like, I, I'm glad it was someone yeah. I didn't know so that when I was first introduced to Ray, I'm seeing who is this person? Who's this Ray? It's not Jessica Alba sliding down a hill on a tin can. Uh, and the same thing goes for Solo. Like, I'm glad it wasn't like Zach Efron being cast as Solo. It was this kid who I didn't really know too much of. He was in one or two movies or whatever. And I think that that really does well for Star Wars. And that's what George Lucas said he wanted to do when he first cast Star Wars. He wanted to cast unknowns because he wanted them to be Luke Skywalker and not whoever, Richard Dreyfus or whatever the, the situation was. Um, so that's where I'm at. But I'm also realizing that they do often cast, you know, big roles with famous names. You know, Saw Guerrera was... Uh, as I'm forgetting Whitaker. his name now Forrest Whitaker, Forrest Whitaker. Uh, yeah. Mace Windu Samuel Jackson That sort of thing So I, I think there's a balance there And that's just kind of My starting point I think some of your main heroes Kind of need to be Off the grid folks And then you could sprinkle in Some big celebrities there But uh, Clayton I'll toss it to you Where are you at With this type of thing And do you lie one way Or the other Or do you not care uh, I do
1: I I, I am uh, More I'll put it this way Star Wars has never needed Star power Right and for me, I am way on the scale of, I think you should be casting mostly unknown actors in these roles. I just I think that if you have somebody who is too well known, it, they just bring a whole lot of other baggage, roles you remember. Uh, and and I, th- I just think it kind of takes you out of the story. You mentioned solo. The one I remember—the one casting announcement when uh, when I heard it—I was I was kind of disappointed in because I knew this person would come with all this, uh, like I said, baggage. Was Woody Harrelson? I, he's a great actor. I love Woody yeah. Harrelson, but I didn't think he fit in a, in Star Wars. In, in and he did a great job, and it was fine. The role was great, um, but you, you know you have these people with long histories like he does, and now we're hearing there's a rumor that Jamie Lee Curtis may pop up in The Mandalorian Season 2, and it's like, I love <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, but I don't want to see her in Star Wars, I, because I'm just going to be thinking of all of her other roles, and I'm going to look at her on screen and think that is Jamie Lee Curtis, and that is going to kind of just take me out of the story. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Whereas you had a movie like Rogue One, which was, you know, you with the exception of Forrest Whitaker, I mean, that was all basically people who were just on the cusp of stardom mm. at the time. And, you know, you, you just didn't think about who they were before, what they had done, uh, what they bring to the role. Uh, and it's like if you if you had somebody famous like a like a Tom Cruise, you know what kind of role Tom Cruise is going to play. Like you uh-huh. know what role he's going to be in. It doesn't matter what he's playing, he's going to be Tom Cruise. And for me, uh, you know, any any big name actor is going to bring that. And I just I just don't think you need it. I think it just takes you out of out of the story. You want you want you want to focus on the the character, the story, and uh, and I think big names just just take you right out of that.
0: Yeah, I, I, am kind of on board with you there. Like, I know there was rumors about Leo DiCaprio playing Anakin back in the prequels, and I was very, I had reservations about that. So, uh, uh, Lacey, where are you on the fence with this? Are you, I don't care if they're a big actor or not, or do you want unknowns? Uh, where are you at with this uh, preference? I,
3: I prefer unknowns because, <clears throat> I mean, look at John Boyega and Daisy Ridley, especially. Like, these are. They were kids at the time, kind of, you know, late teens, early 20s that were getting their big break. And that's Mm -hmm. something that's really fun that comes along with Star Wars is like people are getting their big break with these movies, which just there's a little bit more of an investment into the movie when it's their first big movie. Right. Like they're nervous. They want to do a good job and not that well known actors don't do a good job. It's just a different mentality that you probably go into the movie with it. And I agree a hundred percent with what Clayton said. Woody Harrelson, all I saw was Hunger Games because it was the exact same role he played in Hunger Games. Like he was Hamish just with a gun. Like that literally the same role from like the snarkiness to talking down to people younger than him. Like everything about it, I was like, you're this is why you got this role, because you're playing the same thing. Um Other than that, you know, with the exception of his music career, like Donald Glover has done a couple things, community here and there, but then he killed it with Lando. Mm -hmm. So I just prefer people that are unknown because I I like the idea that they're getting their break with Star Wars and that, like you guys have said, you see these people and you think of that character first. Like I like when I look at an actor and I think of them as from Star Wars.
0: Yeah. All right. So James, I have a guess that you don't care. Am I wrong? <laughs> and <laughs> what's what, what's like? In other words, you don't care whether it's famous or not. Not that you don't care about the topic. Uh, yeah, I- am I wrong? Uh, and where do you sit uh, out of the gate on this? Do you, are you one side or the other?
2: Man, it, it it's hard. Um, I I feel like I came into this being borderline. I think it's good, and I think it's okay to put some major actors in there. Obviously, I would never want a star-studded cast, and I think part of that comes from, like, if you if you told me that for a, another movie franchise, and you'd be like, oh, it's got this person, this person, this person, I'd be like, okay. But it is true, and I think Clayton really nailed it, that if... If you told me that about Star Wars, I'd be like something. Something doesn't feel right because it almost feels like Star Wars isn't is supposed to be not that. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, it's yeah. supposed to be not that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Lacey brought up some points with with uh, Donald Glover as well. You know that actually a couple people, um, even though I know they weren't on the major radar, they were on my radar like i was well aware of diego luna going into the movie i knew who he havana was havana nights seen...
3: dirty dancing havana nights
2: actually the terminal uh, people don't <laughs> oh. uh, people are iffy about that movie but i always really liked it um and i never understood why i mean tom hanks is amazing and i think that's like a great role um but mm-hmm. but uh, but, uh he was in that movie and I knew he was the guy coming from that. I also was, I also went and saw attack the block in the theaters, you know? Oh I really? Who that guy was. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I mean, a couple of those ones are in there. Um, I, I liked Woody Harrelson and I liked Ewan McGregor and I liked Natalie Portman. I liked, you know, I, th- I do to this day think that Samuel L. Jackson's a little weird.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I do agree. too.
2: And, yeah. and and here's another one too, and this is no fault to the original trilogy, but when I, when I watch that it now, I'm like, that's Harrison Ford, you know? Oh yeah. You know because, <laughs> and I think that's because I wasn't alive when the movies came out. I watched them. After mm-hmm. Harrison Ford was famous for so many other things. Yeah. See,
3: right. I think of Harrison Ford as that because that's the first movie I watched with Harrison Ford in it.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I d- but, but I can th- th- get why he wasn't. Or not. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Right. But think um, about if think about if Kurt Russell had won the role of Han Solo, right? Because he came <laughs> right. with he came with this Disney film pedigree as a as a kid actor. So how. How would audiences maybe have have uh received Han Solo if it was if Kurt Russell was playing him and I kind of kind of wonder about that uh, he could because he would have come with this this fairly established acting pedigree yeah,
2: yeah and how and how would people have reacted to uh Michael Keaton playing Batman, you know? Right. Sometimes sometimes it it it's okay and it works. I I think overall though I got to say I I am with you guys because I I think there's there is something special about an unknown actor especially when it comes when the movie comes out and everybody's kind of yeah. going into it like that that's Ray, that's Finn. Um oppose right. a little bit different story like he is probably one of sure. the closest to already having a career. Some people knew Adam Driver um <coughs> from, from Girls. girls. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I, I mean, mean, it's, not, it's not, every again, actor he is, was not a big name.
1: He was, yeah, not he re- was, exactly. not. He was like right Correct. on Correct. the cusp.
2: And that's and, the interesting thing is that Pete, like my son right now, when he inevitably goes back and sees these movies, he's going to be like, that's Adam driver. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it, right. it isn't going to mean anything to him. And I'm right. going to be like, yeah, but when it came out, nobody knew who Adam <laughs> Driver was. <laughs> I right don't is. know how to like explain that. This was like his big
0: break in a way. That's kind of what, uh, yeah. So when you look at the people are going to probably comment saying like, well, the prequels had Ewan McGregor and Natalie Portman, and uh, but but when they filmed those movies in 1997, no one knew who Ewan McGregor was if they didn't watch like Train Spotting or like watch Leon the Professional and see a 13 year old Natalie Portman. Right. So we look back on it kind of like your example about Harrison Mm -hmm. Ford. We look back on it with that lens now uh, that they're stars, but. You could say they became stars because of Star Wars. So, um, and that same thing is going to happen with the sequel trilogy. I agree, James. Um, now, when I look at things like, I think there's like a line. So, my line is like your main villain and your like trio of heroes, if you're talking about saga films, have to be virtually unknown or like hardly known actors. Then you could pepper in other stuff, and I'm fine with that. Like Liam Neeson, you know. Qui-Gon Jinn, that fine, that works, but yeah. you know your Ray Finn and Poe, your Luke Han and Leia, your Obi-Wan Anakin and and Padme, like, and then you know your your villains like you know Kylo Ren and stuff like that. I think those always are going to have to be off the A list, like Paul you don't want right. to. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, who was actually a fill-in <laughs> yeah. for Michael K. Williams, who a lot of people probably didn't know very much of. But, like, yeah, you're not yeah, going to see, cool. like, Clayton, you brought up Tom Cruise. Like, you're not going to see Tom Hanks play a Sith right. Lord in Star Wars. It's just not going to work. So uh, from that perspective, uh, w- where are you at?
1: Well, you know, but it, it is also, I was just thinking, it is, it is also a a very much a generational thing. Because if you think about uh, Alec Guinness and Peter Cushing, were. Enormous, were hugely famous in their yeah. in their time, but not necessarily to the younger audiences that got into Star Wars uh, from the beginning. I, I had no idea what Peter Cushing had done or or yeah, you right. know, Alec Guinness, but uh, but those guys you know were were the the, the gravitas in in that original cast right. um so so i think it's i think it's largely generational like you were saying earlier it's, it's how you uh perceive these these actors and these characters and these people at the time and the thing about samuel jackson which i totally agree with you on it was weird because we were only i think at that point maybe five years for, out from pulp fiction which was like his iconic yeah. uh role so it, it came out you know very close to to when uh uh the phantom menace came out and you know the prequels started hitting, so
0: that's a great point. That is because that movie had won Oscars. It had legs. Yeah, like people, people right. identified with quotes from that movie. And then like snakes
3: it's a, on a plane. Snakes on yeah, a
0: plane. Right, Was right. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: That, so. That's a that's a great point. Samuel Jackson is the standout. Now the question though is, from the modern perspective now, when we shift to like the series, like Mandalorian, like we're talking about here, season one had a ton of cameos and not necessarily you know, your A-listers, but you see Bill Burr walking around in Star Wars, and you're like, that's a little out of place. Like, where's his microphone? How come he's not popping jokes? And like, you
3: know, I love him, but it was weird. Yeah. And, and I, but like, I have
1: to admit, I didn't know who Bill Burr was. I honestly didn't.
3: Oh, I'm a fair, huge fan of Bill Burr. Fair. So I, I'm,
2: I'm with Clayton. Like, L- Lacey talked about him over and over and over again, and I was like, I have no clue who this guy is. <laughs> he's like, shut
3: up. But, but then, can I now, be honest though? Yeah. Adam Driver, when he got cast, I was like, this is the worst decision they've ever made
0: because i hated him in girls
3: i hated him i was like he's weird he's creepy he just yells all the time like he does weird stuff right and then they were like oh he's in the series and i was like oh god no and then i see him in the movie and i was like i was completely wrong i said i said that about heath ledger
0: with the joker boy was i wrong right oh yeah right Right. but um season two now we're hearing you know clayton you brought up jamie le curtis you don't want to see that so uh, I don't, and I, it's nothing
1: against her. It's just I don't right. want to see a, a name actor who comes with, uh, you know, this, you know, how long has she been doing this? Decades. Uh, I just, yes, it's I, I, 78. I
0: wanna, yeah. At
1: yeah. least 300 yogurts worth.
0: Yes. <laughs> and then on the flip side, though, you got Rosario Dawson, who's another, you know, top name actress that I think everybody would identify. But she is reportedly playing... A character that's going to have a lot of makeup on and aesthetics mm-hmm. and stuff. So she can maybe get lost a little bit in it. But people are still going to know that that's Rosaria Dawson from, in a certain way. Should sure. they have gotten an unknown to have played Ahsoka instead? Or are people going to say like, oh, that's Rosaria Dawson dressed up as Ahsoka? So does the makeup change things? Like, we, like you said, Horatio Sands, a lot of people recognize him from SNL. He's not a top actor. But if you right. saw his character, I didn't know that was him. So I, like, I only knew yeah.
3: from his voice.
0: Yeah. Does, does the makeup thing change the game a little bit? Is Jamie Lee Curtis going to show up as, you know, a uh, 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 Togruta or something? Uh, you know, like who? Who knows? So, so yeah. So just Are on you Monday we're. Gonna know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we just on Monday we were talking about how they hired the new guy to write Obi Wan, and we were talking about man, when people if it's bad, when people look back, they're going to be like, we knew right from the beginning that that was a bad decision. You should have hired. <coughs> blank writer or whatever Mm -hmm. um but this is almost the the reverse of that with them bringing in ahsoka they're saying hey we're bringing ahsoka to live action we hired no name person to bring this to life then it all automatically kind of sets in like oh they're gonna mess it up i don't know who that person is i don't like it i think this is a bad decision with them hiring someone like rosario dawson you go well, at least they got somebody She's really good. good. Yeah. 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 Um, so even if it ends up being bad or or you know not good or it wasn't well executed or whatever, they can be like, I mean, I remember thinking it was a good idea too. You know, there's a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's always a risk you take when you're when when somebody says like you know they should have hired better people, like say you hate the new. Sequel trilogy, you're like Ray, terrible character, terrible acting. They can fall back on the fact that this person had never done anything before that. I'm not saying that's a reason to do what they're doing because I trust the people at Lucasfilm to make the right decisions. They clearly, in my eyes, have done really good at picking people. They're like John Boyega, that's our guy. Daisy Ridley, that's our girl. Like that's
3: Nina Gold, I think did all that casting, which she does a lot of casting for, like. Everything like she did Hunger Games, she did all this other stuff. Like usually they use the top casting directors to find those people.
2: Mm-hmm. And and so I I th- I think when it comes to um when it comes to the actual ability to act and portray a character, I trust her and I trust Lucasfilm to make that decision for me. So then it becomes sure. just a superficial thing do you like the idea of seeing someone that you've seen before in a star Wars movie, or do you want to kind of maybe fall into the world of, I don't know these characters. So the actors become the characters and I got to go with the latter. I think we all do. Right.
0: Then I I agree, but let me pitch this to you then because they had a crutch that they were able to hang on. And that was Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher. Uh, Fans are coming back to see them anyway. So, if we stumble a little with these casting of the new generation, we'll still be okay. Now, if they want to seriously start doing a new saga, like Clayton said, clean slate it, tell a new story, new actors, new part of the galaxy, whatever. Are they going to be tempted to put a name in there to bring people to Star Wars that may be like, you you finished Star Wars. Whatever this is, I I couldn't care less. Do are they going to be tempted to get some familiarity in there, or are they going to say we're going to roll the dice and not have the crutch anymore and still see what works? Clayton, what what, what do you think on that? I, I I think
1: they might be tempted. Sure, yeah. I think I think at any point, um, you, you know, you have to you have to at least consider bigger names or more recognizable names for projects. Uh, but I hope. I hope at the end of the day, if they're going to be true to kind of the original Lucas's original aim here um, and and go with, um, you know, people who are going to embody the character and and not, uh, you know, come with come with. uh, with a whole bunch of star power, I, I think if they if I think if they stick to the original philosophy, then at the end of the day, I, I hope they go with people who are just completely complete unknowns or just marginal unknowns. I mean, I didn't know who Daisy Ridley was, you know, like I kind of knew who Oscar Isaac was because he'd done a few things, but you know, they were they were sort of names that. Um, if you went and you Googled them you, and you, you would see that they had had a, a pretty, uh, some some impressive work in the past, but uh, they, they, just, they just weren't household names. And I think that really benefited uh,
0: the stories. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, uh, they're like, oh, Oscar Isaac. I'm like, yeah, he was in uh, Inside Lewin Davis. And yeah, like, right. Oh, yeah. Did Who you see that? that? I'm like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was really good, though. You yeah, know? that's right. Lacey, James, what do you think on that? like new saga to clean slate are they going to be pressured or, do you, or or and do you hope they still ignore that and and follow the model
2: well i always i always hope that um they they do something which is like 75% new and 25% something you recognize uh it, when it comes to like canon stories i want to i want to yeah. see 75% new and then i want to see like old stuff brought back in and um, mm. th- those familiar ties on so many different levels and I think just the casting for these movies is, is another great example I want to I, I think that it's very good that you're casting you know a bunch of unknowns for the movies too but it's always good to be like well we'll throw in a Woody Harrelson you know oh we'll throw in a Forrest Whitaker you know I, d- how do we feel about Ben Mendelsohn did, was he oh loved him
1: I mean yeah, I no, love but, Ben Mendelssohn. But, but did
2: we did we go into knowing
1: <laughs> who he was I didn't know him yeah, I didn't know I, him. I know he had I done feel, uh yeah, yeah he, yeah, he had done a couple things, but no, I I didn't really know him.
2: I don't yeah. I don't think I did personally either, but I was thinking maybe he might be another like, you know, hey, you know, if you're not sold, if you're looking just at the the cast of characters, um I think the the sequel movies had a really good out. They're like, yeah, but it's got Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and Michael yeah, Camel. Right. That was that was their 25% the names you recognize. Um, but when it comes to the, uh, the sequel or not the sequels, but the spinoffs, mm. it kind of feels like they want to like, they want to throw some people a bone and, and say, it's not completely unknown. Here's some familiar people. Um, and I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's a bad decision. You know what I mean? To throw in like for every yeah. six characters that are new and have a big focus to throw in maybe like two familiar faces
3: I mean, look at The Mandalorian when they had the panel. It was Pedro, who no one really, I didn't really know him. I don't watch Game of Thrones. And then it was Gina Carano, who's done a couple things. She was in Deadpool, whatever. And then they're like, here's Carl Weathers. Everybody knows him. And we're all like, yeah, we do. Right. So mm-hmm. it was like that kind of thing. Or saying, like, oh, it's John Carlo Esposito. But if you didn't watch Breaking Bad, you're kind of like, okay.
2: Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know
3: who he is. Yeah. Um, so they That's did that point. kind of equation with The Mandalorian, too. And it really worked.
2: Well then, who who is the client? What was his name?
1: Oh, Werner, yeah, Warner Werner Herzog, Herzog. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And there's like a there's like a hey, you may or may not be interested in this, but maybe you've seen this guy's previous work. Sure. Yeah, and he's you know, more known behind the that.
0: camera too. So.
2: Right. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. I I think Mandalorian's thing is more of the peppering of familiar faces, like Easter, right. o- almost like Easter eggs in themselves. Like, oh my mm-hmm. God, yeah. Michael Bean. You're doing ter- Terminator callbacks here. That's cool. And it's like that whole thing of John Favreau playing with all his action figures as a kid. He's like, I'm gonna get the guy from Terminator now, and he's gonna fight <laughs> this guy, and we're gonna do all this. But I I I, I do have like my line is that whole thing though like like you say james the ratio is there but i don't want the ratio to be like the one famous person is the next luke skywalker oh yeah horatio sands the horatio yeah (laughs) yeah i knew knew you were gonna say that too for some reason i was like i better not say the word ratio (laughs) because we just talked about it yeah yeah um but yeah i think i think it, it can be a little dicey i'm not really sure where they're gonna go with it but um A little concerned, maybe, because I think they are, you know, it's still a Disney product. And Disney may be like, so you're not bringing back Harrison Ford and you're not doing this. (laughs) You better cast somebody because we have shareholders. Uh, I know you want to stick to your canon and and George's ideals. But so I'm curious what what happens now that the crutches are, are gone so to speak but i I agree with you Uh, Clayton, i hope you're right i hope they stick stick to the model though
2: is the whole Um, thing different when it because it's tv i mean i think it's up to john
3: favreau i think that's literally what it is
2: yeah they i mean that could be the case i guess i'm just i'm wondering if there's a precedent set by mandalorian maybe disney is okaying more celebrity cameos because they're like well, it's not like our 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 mainline Star Wars. It's not like our big budget mm. movies. So, like maybe they think of the TV show as, yeah, throw in more fun Easter eggs, throw in more random <laughs> cameos, like make a play make a it bit, yeah. fun and let people kind of talk about it a little bit more. We need more promotion on this property than we, you know, just the name itself. Like we feel like maybe I the. Think- Maybe movies can carry themselves, but we're worried about Disney Plus at least a little bit. Let's get some names in there. Let's get people talking. Maybe that's part of it. I don't
3: know. No, I think it's more Jon Favreau has a lot of famous people and people are like, hey, I heard this thing's really cool. I really loved it. Can I be a part of it? I, no, I think that's yeah. more of it because if you look at his other projects that he's been a part of, like Marvel and then Lion King, he got like every famous person ever. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> yeah. hey, do you want to play a yeah. lion? And Beyonce yeah. was like, yes, I do. Um, that's a good point.
2: But it's also so, like they were yeah. hoping for big bucks on that voice oh, of cast. Course. Because they were just like, we're going to throw it this person, this person, this person. Right,
3: right. But I think that with this one in particular, from the panel and the discussions and the interviews and stuff like that, that we've heard from Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni, it kind of seems like a ragtag. Like, hey, this person said they were kind of interested. Hey, I saw this person in a restaurant and they mentioned it. So I said, come on down. Like, it seems like that. Yeah. yeah. Come on and down. Yeah, come and on. You're the on next down.
0: contestant on the Mandalorian. And the the rumblings <laughs> being that there's not the bad stigma that is tied to that was tied to the Skywalker saga where people were a little, yeah. you know, maybe hesitant to the toxic like The Mandalorian is pretty much drama free. Universally
3: loved, yeah. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. So
0: even directors are like, Yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll go over here. Like, <laughs> I'll dip my the, toes in the yeah, Mandalorian pool. yeah you keep the Skywalkers over there I'll go work on Mandalorian for a day and then go back to what I was doing or something But right, I, right. I, I mean I, yeah he, the TV maybe is a different animal like you say I'm not sure but uh, final words uh, on this guys uh, I guess I'll just ask the question and go around uh, Lacey is Star Wars better overall with unknown actors
3: yes unless you're Diego Luna because you were in Dirty Dancing Havana Nights
0: <laughs> the, the one Un- exception, unbelievable. Go. James, is Star Wars better with <laughs> unknown actors?
2: I think I've been sold. I think it. I think they should do that. And they. Oh my gosh, we've convinced
3: James to Mark agree the with us. Yeah. What is the day today?
0: <laughs> um, okay, so I <laughs> I am gonna say it is as well. Um, yeah, uh, Clayton last I'm
1: going to say it is with, with all apologies to Woody Harrelson and Jamie Lee Curtis Sorry.
3: <laughs> Hey Mitch Abernathy
1: exactly Jamie all Lee right.
3: is going to be
2: Clayton's new
0: favorite character in Star Wars
3: I know it's going to be me with gonna Adam
0: Driver like, I'm going to eat be my eating words. my words I love it. It. Yeah. it I know he's going to cosplay as her character it's going to be amazing, <laughs> amazing. Um, she's going
2: to be a Deveronian right <laughs> yeah there you, like, go. There you
0: yeah. go yeah yeah, she's gonna be the guy's mom from season one, and she's gonna bust them out, and they're gonna yeah, go on their own. I love, but, um, I love it. all right, so now we're gonna hop into ask the resistance.
4: I've been wondering, what are midi chlorians?
0: And this is where you guys submit your questions, and we do our best to give you answers on them. Uh, and we're gonna get into it right now. Uh, Clayton, this first one is just for you. Ah. Ooh. Okay. We um, pitched this to our resistance officers over on Patreon.com slash resistance broadcast and said, you guys got a chance to ask the world-famous Clayton Sandell questions (laughs) about Star Wars. And uh, Christian Morales asked... You are very intertwined with a lot of Star Wars news and inside info. Are there times when you see an info leak and wish you didn't see it or would have liked to be surprised by it? And I added this. Any specific example from the past?
1: Yeah, so I can give you two. Uh, The first one we may have talked about before, and this was I was in uh, like third grade when my best friend Chris Martinez ran up on the, the playground and told me that Luke and Leia were brother and sister. And it devastated me to know this without seeing it in, in <laughs> right. the movie. And, and I swear to you, as much as I love Return of the Jedi, it, um, it still clouds my viewing of that. Wow. So that, that experience is so oh. traumatic, which is why I'm so anti-spoiler uh, overall. Um, but the, the more recent example is someone told me and I went back and looked. It was the beginning of February that I had this conversation with somebody who told me uh, this news about a live-action Ahsoka. And it just it kind of came in. it's just sort of popped up in a conversation we were having about something else. Um, and I, I I immediately had flashbacks to third grade. It was like, oh, I didn't want to know that. I did <laughs> not want to know that. And, uh, you know, I, m- my job... I sort of had this side hustle uh, reporting on Star Wars, but that sort of thing is not the kind of thing I would have like pursued and reported out because, and I'm not just saying this because I'm technically a cast member, uh, a member of the, you know, (laughs) uh, on the payroll at the Walt Disney company. But I do, I do believe that companies that spend months and months and sometimes years developing, spending millions and millions of dollars to create these stories. I do kind of feel like they have the right to roll out and reveal these stories, you know, when they want to. Yeah. Um, and, and so it wasn't something I was going to report out and, and talk about. Um, uh, and, and it ended up coming out, it ended up coming out anyway. Uh, in fact, I remember talking to somebody at Lucasfilm and I said, I, I just heard something that I'm going to try and forget until the show comes out because uh, I, I was sort of like bummed that that I that I heard that So yeah it's cool to sort of be involved and talk to the creators and and kind of know a little bit about what's going on but um, sometimes it's it's a fine line to walk because like I said sometimes things just kind of pop in your lap and you just kind of wish that you hadn't heard them so that that's one recent example
0: so. Do you have any precursors where if you're talking to somebody who will know something at Lucasfilm, do you say like, Hey, listen, uh, I'm so glad to be talking to you, but if you know anything, uh, don't even open your mouth. Is it one of those things?
1: Usually not because uh, they're they're typically uh, so good about just not saying anything. I mean, clearly we, as we've seen in the last few weeks, there are, there are some leakers out there and, (laughs) and that's, uh, for better or for worse, they're out there. Um, but uh yeah not not, not, not Norton usually you, sometimes I have a conversation with them and'll and I'll say look I'm not uh, I, I'm really not probing for information here I'm just sort of excited about what you do and how you do it with it's it mm-hmm. a creative thing uh, so I try not to ask a lot of uh, questions about plot points and and spoilers and, and things like that it's sort of a weird position to be in because normally if I was covering a, a regular old news story we'd want to know everything and we'd be yeah. you know, tweaking people you know telling them to reveal Mm -hmm. what they know and tell us everything you know come on let's figure out a way you know and and it's funny i kind of put the brakes on that uh when it comes to star wars because at the end of the day i'm still a fan and i want to be i want to be surprised
3: I was bummed about the Ahsoka stuff. I really was. I was like, this would have been such a cool moment in season two, and it's just been ruined for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I really do. I, I don't know how big a role she plays, but I kind of sure. felt like to me that it was it was season two's baby Yoda. So I was kind of right. I was yeah, kind of bummed. Absolutely. Yeah, I was bummed. So by
0: yeah. It. So you say that. So so you you believe that this wasn't a thing where she's going to pop up in a trailer or a poster. This was going to be in show. Boom! There she is.
1: Yeah, and look, we've been we've been kind of. Uh, I felt a little misled on uh, Fennec Shand, for example. I kind of thought she was going to be uh, a, a much bigger role uh, right, yeah. than, she, than she ended up being, and maybe she'll be back. I guess we don't know. Uh, but um, yeah, so I guess we, we don't really know uh, how big a role Ahsoka would be. But I think I think given that Filoni's involvement, uh, I, I think it'll be a significant role. It won't be just a Uh, I I don't think it'll be a throwaway cameo by any means I just wish I
3: was surprised because the Yoda Baby Yoda thing was I was literally screaming on my couch (laughs) at 5am like I was so excited and I feel like you know there's been a lot of leaks over the years of all these different projects and what's going on and stuff like that but like this is the kind of thing that like you're not doing anybody a service by leaking this No, I
1: feel like I agree. Yeah. I agree. You, yeah. You're you getting you're getting some clicks and, you know, you, you got bragging rights for a little while. But like right. to what end? I just don't think it I just don't think at the end, <laughs> at the end of the day it's, it makes a lot of sense to do it. But right. people do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I write for a Star Wars news site. And if there's ever any buzz about in story spoiler stuff, I'm like, I want nothing to do with it because I want to watch. Like, I don't want to know that Han Solo gets killed by Kylo Ren or, you know, whatever. Yeah, like that, right. that says nothing it's gotta for me. has got to be tough for you. Spoiler. Yeah I, know. yeah. I don't mind like the, you know, oh, there's whispers that they might be making a Kenobi series or something. I'm like, sure. all right, uh, production yeah. stuff, you know, fine. But in story stuff, get it out of my sight. I don't want to. Yeah. I
3: wanted to be surprised.
0: But, um, all right. So James, did you have anything on that? No,
2: other than I have such a bad memory that I did get Baby Yoda spoiled for me, and I forgot. <laughs> oh really? Wow.
3: Yeah, you did. Yeah, you told us that there,
2: there was a uh, right. uh, a leak, and I watched the video, and I remember it being talked about, and I was like, I kind of like rolled it off, like I was like, okay, that I I trust this person, I think, so that's probably gonna <laughs> happen. And then it just like went in one ear, out the other. I even watched the episode and it still didn't ring a bell. It wasn't until like two days later that I was like talking to a friend and I was like, We didn't even know that was gonna wait a minute. Yes, we did. I watched that video. I knew yeah. that was gonna happen and I just totally forgot. Well, good. Uh, I saw good. I saw
1: after the fact that people had talked about it in certain places, and I was so thankful that I hadn't right, seen it. Right, you any didn't see it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. agreed i'll never forget seeing the rear like rear pointing shot and you see the ears pop up and i'll yeah. never forget that you know right. so i'm and very happy know. about that yeah, yeah. yeah. and now yeah. it's Question gonna be like two. we're watching <laughs> we're gonna be watching mandalorian like is this the ahsoka <laughs> episode is this the ahsoka yeah. episode? Is this the... Uh, yeah. exactly um, I mean, that's how i'm watching clone wars now but that's because of trailers <laughs> it's like is this the darth maul is this yeah, or, when yeah are we getting there all right all right now this one um more of a direct answer type of thing all of us will go around quickly here uh kenny crayley jr at kenny crayley way to get your handle kenny good job good job he's always uh always tweeting at us and supporting us so thank you kenny um awesome. he asked what is your most prized star wars collectible you all own in your collection um Lacey, you don't have much star wars stuff so why don't you go i don't first. have anything i don't yeah yeah <laughs>
3: um two things one a last jedi poster that was signed by mark hamill and he was so kind and then he tweeted me about it and it was so wonderful from the airport and a finn action figure signed by john boyega
0: nice nice is it tfa figure
3: yeah the stormtrooper it's like right here
0: Ooh. oh with the bloody helmet nice yeah. that's cool all right i'll have to pick that up when i stop by. <laughs> <laughs> um uh james how about you
2: Um, You guys know I'm not really, like, a big collector of stuff. Neither am I. Um, (laughs) But uh, I think one thing that's really cool is I have the uh, Lenovo Jedi Challenges game. Mm -hmm. Um, And I never would have bought that. But we got it as, like, a review unit or something. And I just – I remember when, like – I I love AR stuff. And I was able to, like, pull it out. And then my family was like – we all had like an evening where we were all doing it and stuff. And I was like filming it for the, uh, for the review and all this. And it was just really cool. Cause I was like, it w- it was nice to be able to be like, yeah, they just send it to me for free, you know? yeah. <laughs> so and they're like, "How much is it?" And I'm like, "It's pretty expensive." <laughs> you know? like, so I, th- I think every time, like, I, I look at it, or look at the box and stuff, like, I'm always like, "Man, that's-, that's a cool Star Wars memory for me," and that has to do with like a physical product.
3: I have that; yeah. it's super cool, John. You have to come play it.
0: Yeah. you have
2: that.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't like playing things I'm not good at, so we'll see. But uh... it's literally
3: you just swing it. And All right. you fight people.
0: Clayton, um, you may have, we may have talked about this before. I know you do the Facebook uh, tag sale hunting when there's not a so global smart. virus pandemic. Yeah, uh, right, right, right. But what what do you have one item that is your prized possession that if uh, you got to get it out of the house for safety, you grab it? What is it? Yep,
1: yeah, I got an easy one. 1977 oh. original soundtrack, yeah, and, and like James, what? I'm not a, I'm not a huge collector, but this is this has been mine since uh, since I was a kid, and I don't even have a turntable at the moment to play it, mm-hmm. but uh, but it but it's awesome, and uh, I I keep it as protected as. As possible, it's got these awesome photos. Oh, that. that's oh, so man. fun! It's really cool. And then uh, I have, uh, I wrote Star Wars just in case you didn't know, uh, <laughs> uh, on, on the on the sleeve of the uh, of the, the disc here. So, uh, yeah, that's that's probably my most prized Star Wars
0: and, and it possession is possession in. It is the actual vinyl in there? It wasn't switched out it's for like actually, an ABBA record or something? Yeah, no, no. It's, a, it's, a, it's the
1: actual vinyl with the uh, with the original track names, which, as you probably know, have changed over the years. So Yes. Uh, you know, they're, they're called different things now, um, uh, so, which is sometimes made it hard for me to find which song I'm looking for. But, uh, yeah, they... Uh, they have all the original, all the original tracks on here, and it's a little scratched up. I don't know exactly how it's going to sound when I finally do uh, get it on there. But yeah, I uh, and I was I was lucky enough to run into uh, John Williams in December uh, at the Skywalker premiere, so it was just like uh, you know, like worshiping a god. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. That's that's it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, huge.
0: That's amazing. Um, all right, well, I'm just not going to go. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, I will say, um, I have the. Uh, I'll cheat two and do two. I have the uh, f- original film cell of *The Empire Strikes Back*, um, which has the see-through where you can hold up to the light and see. And it's one of my. It's my favorite shot of the movie. Actually, it's Luke when um, Vader says the Force is with young Skywalker, but you're not a Jedi yet. And he turns and looks. Uh, and then also, uh, when I got to go to the Last Jedi premiere, my pass, my wife put it in this frame with photos of me from the red carpet and surprise me with it and it's hanging up on my wall there so it's just a unique thing and a a memento so i I would have to say that um okay next one is by from mike rumore at drum jedi and he said uh what is your favorite new activity now that you found yourself doing that you found yourself (laughs) doing during social distancing So, uh, Clayton, have you been doing anything you usually wouldn't normally be doing now that you're trapped in the house?
1: Uh, Yeah, and it's Star Wars related. Uh, Since my kids are home, my six-year-old, who's in kindergarten, is home all the time now. And uh, when he does his schoolwork online, he goes downstairs into the basement and fires up uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And so I've been sitting there... Watching him play, because he knows how to get through it. I haven't even really started it, uh, but he knows <laughs> all about it and knows where the, like, he knows the dialogue. He knows what people are going to say. Like, he's he's played it enough. Uh, so my sort of social distancing quarantine pastime has been watching him play Fallen Order, which is fun nice and and trash talking me like dad you wouldn't be able to do this you don't know how to do this i I can i'm the only one who knows how to do the double jump and the wall run and the double lightsaber thing and it's like all right whatever yeah so you're like
0: i was there when sam jackson was
2: cast
1: yeah
0: exactly (laughs) or whatever like right oh man um very good very good uh james anything for you it doesn't even have to be star Um, wars but
2: no, yeah. My, my two things are, are the same thing, but kind of Apple-related. Um, since I'm home and my son is constantly watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, the TV mm. is consumed. So yeah. one of my more new activities is uh, throwing in the AirPods, and while I'm working on my computer, uh, I use the, the TV app, which is new to the latest uh, Mac OS, and it has like a pop-out feature, and you can move the – Um, the window like a picture in picture around the screen and I'm constantly throwing it up so I can kind of like watch uh, some content and stuff while I'm working and this also works with, uh, with YouTube. I don't know if they have it natively but I have the MacBook Pro with the touch bar and whenever you're watching a video there is a button on the touch bar that will pop out YouTube and you can continue to do your work and have a YouTube picture in picture in your square so I'm like constantly doing that and i'm like man i never use this feature because you know i'm when i'm using my computer generally it's editing the podcast or podcasting or i'm at work and i can't really be watching shows and stuff so um, i am enjoying apple on a new level because of
0: nice nice right on lacy
3: so mine's not as cool it's more lame I've gotten really good at organizing. <laughs> like, I've organized my whole house, like mm-hmm. my cleaning closet and my upstairs closet and my office. They look awesome. So that's
1: what really we thats what we should have been doing. So it's yes. actually probably the I best out of all I find it
3: weirdly all calming. Yeah. Like it's yeah. been kind of an anxious couple of weeks, I'm sure, for everybody. But for me, yeah. I have like a lot of anxiety. So I found myself organizing things. And then when I accomplish organizing, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so great. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and then i'll go play
3: battlefront and get run over by bb8 and then it's (laughs) back just start over yeah
0: Yeah, there you go um yeah i mean now you have me feeling guilty about stuff i have to do around the house do you want me to come over because
3: i'll totally do it
0: right yeah i mean as long as you're two weeks quarantined pop on over (laughs) and let's yeah um mine is uh i've been picking up the acoustic guitar a lot lately and playing uh for my son uh, and so I, cute.
3: I wrote Listen a little videos. song for
0: him, yeah, called "Hey Johnny," and I play that, and he likes it, and oh, he dances cool. to it, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, the old three hundred dollar Yamaha guitars uh, I've, I recently discovered that you can download apps now, so I don't need my old tuner. So that's cool, I love and that. um, it's been yeah, it's, that's been fun. But all right, Clayton, two more not quick ones. Not a cutaway electric. Just... Yeah. No, it's not. No, <laughs> um, Clayton, two more quick ones just for you. Yeah. Okay. Joey Sack, uh, one of our patrons said, "What are some of the other franchises you enjoy enjoy outside of Star Wars?"
1: Ooh, uh, I, I, I'll tell you the the big one. That's uh, a recent one uh, that, and I feel a little guilty that I haven't been a fan very long, and I've never read the graphic novel. But I really got into the Watchmen show Ooh. on HBO. Oh yeah. yeah really really enjoyed it and uh you know now that i kind of get all the references and the layers to that we're going to go back and i told my wife the other day we've we've got to go back and watch this i thought regina everybody in that cast was amazing regina king though knocked it out of the park and so uh i just downloaded the the Zack snyder movie again to watch Uh, i hadn't hadn't seen it in years but i I wanted to see it all in context that it's so good (laughs) so yeah i don't yeah, yeah. Uh, we we start, If you like you know, the
3: graphic I, novel, you don't like the Zack No, I do yeah,
1: That's I what I've heard. What what really I heard. does a really good that's job at carrying it over. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think I,
2: the I, ending is better than the graphic novel. You I'm know what bad. takes know. me out of I'm, it?
3: Actually, speaking of actors, Malin Ackerman or whatever her name is, she is terrible. And as soon as I see her, right out of it. Right out of the movie. In
1: the movie?
3: Yeah, in Watchmen.
1: Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I know, and I, I'm doing this completely... Backwards, it's like TV show refreshing. (laughs) You're doing it the right way. And then I'll go to Amazon and order the uh, the graphic novel. But uh, but yeah, to answer your question, Watchmen has been my uh, my my new fun favorite franchise at the at the moment. Perfect.
0: All right, right on. Um, next one, last one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tony Rossi, and this is a this is a a real (laughs) serious question that we need you to to do is a request yeah can clayton throw his weight around at abc slash disney to make solo two happen (coughs) um
1: actually guys i i know we're we're in the middle of the show here and i don't know if it's the lights in here or what but it is really really hot uh if you just give me a second i'm going (laughs) gonna. Oh, much better. Sorry about that. Yes. Um, uh, you know that we've got the two bobs now, so they're in my email address book. So maybe I will. Uh,
0: Clayton. So for our audio send listeners, them an email. Clayton Sandel just pulled a Clark Kent and ripped open his sweatshirt to reveal a Make Solo Two Happen shirt in the gold variant. Uh, this is this is a. <laughs> This is one of the greatest reveals in the history of TRB. the, the entire show to do this. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, that's my I'm, I'm like,
4: God. he had this plan the whole time. I was <laughs> like,
1: boy, that... that Playing the long that's... game. Playing the long game here. He's got yeah. that
4: hooded
0: sweatshirt <laughs> zipped up to his
1: neck. What is he doing? I know. it was, <laughs> was like roasting it here.
4: And yeah. what
2: if we would
1: have been spoiled, right? What if we read this online?
3: Right. We never would have gotten that <laughs> right. moment.
1: You never would have gotten that moment. That's what I'm saying. That's, That's I'm amazing. Saying. Oh. That's
0: amazing that you have the shirt, man. Thank you. <laughs> it is of so course. Cool.
1: You got to represent, right?
0: Got to represent. That is <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Clayton, thank you for answering all those questions. Um, Thanks for we, having me on. Yeah, so we are at the end of the show. And uh, before we get out of here, we have to say a couple things. First, thanks to everyone who is listening and watching and being a part of the TRB community. Uh, subscribe to us. Uh, head to resistancebroadcast.com. That's our page on starwarsnewsnet.com, where you should be going anyway for your Star Wars news. And you can find all the places to subscribe to us there, patreon.com slash resistancebroadcast, like we said before. If you want to support us, we appreciate that very much. And um, T Public, like our model Clayton Sandell here is a... <laughs> <laughs> wearing one of our shirts, go to Resistance <laughs> Broadcast on Public and grab some of our swag, like make Solo 2 happen. Um, all right, so I want to thank uh, our generals first, and then we can get out of here. First, our Patreon generals Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Racy, Micah Harrison, Tampa Movie Guy, Michael Gaines, and Val Trichkoff. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and at Star Wars NewsNet.com. James? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at MyerTrunks. Lacey?
3: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin.
0: All right. Clayton, where can people uh, hit you up online? Yeah, cool. Uh, I'm trying to be a
1: better Instagrammer, Clayton Sandel ABC, and uh, on Twitter, Clayton underscore Sandel. All
0: right. Nice. And. Um, anything you're working on that you want to plug or anything like that or uh what what's uh what's the deal you just kind of laying low at the moment just kind of laying low yeah yeah a couple that we of... want you to lay low we don't want you out there man so yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah yeah stay healthy everybody
0: <laughs> all right so that clayton thank you again for coming on uh Anytime. we can't wait for you to come on for the sixth time uh, hopefully sooner than later and hopefully we have uh, some, some cool Star Wars news to talk about at that point in time but uh, again, thank you so much man, we appreciate it
1: Love it, I'll be here, thanks guys, appreciate it Be safe
0: We we hope <laughs> you all enjoy your weekends as Clayton just said, stay safe, stay healthy stay home, do whatever you gotta do and we'll all get, we'll get through this together but until next time, where we'll hit you with a new episode Monday morning, right here on the Resistance Broadcast We'll see you around kids Adios Adios